0: You know who this is? This is the new radicals. Yeah, you know who the chick is in it? No, I don't. Danielle Brisbois. Really? Yeah, she wrote the song. Remember how hot she was? Yeah. Big bad mama too. <laughs> I uh, I wouldn't mind making a play for Danielle Brisbois. Have you looked at her recently? I don't know what she looks like. I have no idea what uh, she looks funny. like. Um look, let's just get right after. We're not I know Dave would be excited to talk about matt caesar and travis jankowski really exciting conversation (laughs) um there has been since the last night we were here by the way thank you to everybody who reached out regarding the sam bass podcast told you that was going to be a good one and uh sam delivered dave how about the week in san diego radio to this point
1: it has been the most exciting thing to happen in 2018 i mean not only are you and i interested in radio but the people that listen to us obviously are fans of radio and Different personalities as they feel a connection to these people, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, middays, whatever. You feel like you know these people. San Diego is, you know, three million people basically in San Diego County, but it feels much smaller the
0: way we treat each other. All right, let's talk about the stories because we have teased these stories for a couple of weeks. We'll start at 1360. We'll spend just a couple of minutes there. Then we'll work to 1090 and we'll eventually get over to 97, the machine. 1360 i'm shocked that none of you hung long enough to hear it as we broke the other day there is a big feeling within 1360 that nick hardwick is about to give up that morning show now i cannot get it confirmed from anybody directly in the building but there is a feeling that nick who has always liked being the good guy um is not enjoying uh the role of of being a Spanos apologist that people view him as in this town. And as we talked about the other day, it would not be shocking if sometime between now and the summer to see Nick Hardwick walk away from the morning show at 1360. That's what I'm expecting.
1: I mean, from everything I've heard from people inside the building that relay things that he has basically given his notice. Now, again, that could be, hell, two weeks now we've known about it, or that can be when his contract expires, which would be about July.
0: Probably in the summer. Yeah, yeah,
1: it could be in the summertime. Now, who knows? Now, at the same time, if you're him, he might be looking at it as, I got a busy fall because I have the chargers to do. Yep, this is and the he time. goes
0: up to L.A. a lot. Yeah. does
1: a lot of things for the website. This might be a time to say goodbye now, and then as you move kids forward. Kids are young. Kids are young. Spend time with your kids. Do the family thing. Again, when you have $15 million in the bank, it's pretty easy to decide what you want to do that makes you happy. Do you really want to get up that early and, and do a show For, unfortunately, a minimal audience. I mean, they're last in the market. The station is last in the market right now.
0: Yeah, and really, as you're seeing with all the conversation about the two stations, 1360 is nowhere in the conversation. So that was the first story that we've been teasing for a couple of weeks. The second story that we were teasing for a couple of weeks was what you saw Monday. We had known for a while... And some of you were like, well, why didn't you tell us on Sunday? Well, it wasn't our spot to tell you on Sunday. Also,
1: Stevie Woods is such a close friend of ours. We don't want to get Stevie in trouble. I mean, it's up to the station to announce when they're going to do it.
0: Not our spot, but congratulations to Steve Woods, who is now doing mornings with Ben Higgins at 1090. Yep. Uh, There were a couple of things that were said on that afternoon on Monday and on Tuesday That I thought were very interesting. And we'll take you inside radio a little bit further because that's what we do. If you heard the initial crossover with uh, Ben, Steve, Darren, Scott, and Billy Ray, Scott said, how did this show come together? To which Steve Wood said, 1090 had initially talked about putting me and Darren in the mornings. Darren came on Tuesday and confirmed that story. We also know that story to be confirmed because there had been some thoughts that if Darren and Steve were to go to the mornings, we had not very, they didn't go very far, but we made it known there was some interest that we could maybe go over there and take over the midday show. Yep. We were very interested in that. Steve, Darren, Scott, Billy Ray, all friends of ours conversations amongst that group about how fun a lineup that would be if you had Darren and Steve in the morning. The plan at that point was we knew Rome was going to be gone for a while. Uh, Lebatard, Dave and Jeff, middays, 12 to 3. Kaplan and Billy Ray doing their thing, 3 to 6. Be a lot of fun. We felt very good that we would demolish 1360 as a radio station. We also felt like we would demolish uh, the machine that yeah. was getting ready to go. Uh, again, I, I don't want to make it, Dave, I think you would agree. We don't want to make it a bigger thing. It, it felt like it may have been more <laughs> conversation amongst the host. Yeah. Um, But ultimately, 1090 determined that they liked what Ben was doing in the mornings. They liked, as, as Darren and, and Steve pointed out, Um, they still wanted to find a way to get Steve in. So Steve goes to mornings. They liked what Darren was doing in the middays. So Darren yeah. will stay there. Now... 1090 right now is killing 1360
1: in every part except in the 9 to 12, in the Colin Coward spot right now. Well, and, and a lot of talk that, that Dan Lebitard's leaving ESPN for satellite radio. And so it'll be very interesting to see if they stay national or do they go local. Well, and
0: if they go local, and I don't know if you and I could be in the mix, that again would be appealing because we would be the bridge show between Steve and Ben to Darren. I think we would demolish Cilio, and I think we demolish the herd. I really do on 1090, and there we go. So we're cool with with House, I believe um, there were no herd feelings. No, I'm, I'm not at thr- all. I'm thrilled for Stevie Woods. Exactly. I'm thrilled that Darren doesn't have to get up at four in the morning, <laughs> and uh, and and we continue to cheer for all those guys over there. And, yeah, we'll see. Now, that's the one thing nobody talked about. But had those guys gone to the mornings, um, we had some interest in going over there. And we could yep. still have some interest in going over there. And we'll see what happens. Um, so, that was that. And then we get to uh, – am I missing anything on 1090? I'm no, on I, 1090, think you,
1: I, I, I think you have it right. I think the interesting thing to watch will be what happens with Dan Levitard, who they just joined You know, basically yeah. a month ago. And now all the rumors came out a week and a half ago that Dan Lebitard was going to say goodbye to ESPN and sign on with SiriusXM and leave ESPN, which 1090 is an ESPN affiliate. Just as as people, maybe they do know, maybe they they don't know. I think we've explained it on there. Whenever you get a show like a Colin Coward, a Dan Lebitard show, mm-hmm. those shows are free. Yep. Those shows are free. So it doesn't cost the station anything. So if a station goes local, then they have to pay a host, obviously, to go ahead or host to, to do a show. But um, those are free shows. So Lebertard Show is free. Colin Coward Show is free. At the same time, you only get as a station about four commercials an hour to make yeah. money off of Colin Coward. So he might be winning in that day part. might be the only thing that registers right now for thirteen sixty. But you aren't getting a lot of inventory to make money to pay all your local guys and it getting getting hurt. And if you look into Colin Coward, I've told you a million times I'm a fan because I think he's smart. But, man, I can't deal with LeBron James talk every all damn day. day. It's the same thing. I mean, they might as well change the station to WLBJ. It's a LeBron James show every fucking day. Yeah. It drives you or Sam Darnold and it drives me uh. nuts that we all know Colin Coward has a relationship with Sam Darnold's family. That's why he talks so highly about Sam Darnold. He only led the nation in turnovers. But but I can't take Colin Coward right now. Where there's no reason to go back No. To why would I flip the dial back and forth? There's only one, one way to push the dial
0: right now. Well and, and for us, because of the freedom that we have through this podcast Look, I I think a conversation would have to be had with management as far as the direction of the show. Yeah. Because after what we have done since the 1st of January, I'm sorry. I I just don't feel like the next step in the process for this show is to interview Kai Snyder about who the next (laughs) basketball coach is going to be at USD because I know you don't care and I don't care either. And I mean, the audience doesn't care. Um, So that was that. Now we we bring ourselves to the machine, and and everybody has seen it, and I saw it on Monday. Yeah, Cilio continues to be a non-factor over there, and they there is major concern within that building that Cilio is basically nothing. He he's making zero impact.
1: But social social media, he has no one. I mean,
0: ad nothing you're any ad libs from him where's the ihop where's the all the commercials that he used to do yep
1: that's a great point there's no ad libs and that's where you you obviously make your money back when you pay a host it's uh it's bad i mean it's really bad right now i I don't know why someone doesn't walk in and say look this isn't working you and your your co-host aren't working or board op or whatever the guy is he talks to all the time that conversations and hey i love kids jeff loves his kids too nobody cares about his daughter playing rugby and I'm done. I never even flip on anymore to even monitor to go, how are things going over there?
0: No, I, I don't. And But then we got to this situation on Monday afternoon. And Monday afternoon, Kevin Klein, who will start on Thursday morning as the morning show, tweeted out a picture of the Coronado Bridge. And with that picture was a caption that said, jump in large red letters. To a new morning show. Now, because we have a a unique relationship after this podcast with people in that intercom that work for the machine, people at 1090, people at 1360 and other stations around, a lot of people sent that to me. I'm going to be, as I have always been on this podcast, I'm going to be incredibly candid and honest with you. I was not immediately offended by it. I believe in this community, we love getting our feelings hurt. Now, if you, as Dave has been, have been directly affected by suicide, I understand that, and I respect that, and I can't even imagine the pain. My wife's best friend jumped off that bridge. Uh, See, Dave, for that, I can't imagine it. I would also say this. I don't know Kevin Klein. I don't know him. I don't know if he is a good guy or a complete fucking douche. I know which way I lean Yeah. when he's posting the picture of himself carrying the San Diego Zoo balloon. That looks like a fucking tool. (laughs) But I'm going to give Kevin Klein initially the benefit of the doubt. That's more than me. I I don't think, Dave, it was an intentional prod at anybody who has – done suicide if he if it was then he's even a dumber douche than we picture him. but when his reaction to when he realized that he crossed the line hang on that's why he's a douche you're getting two steps ahead of me all right i said initially i think when the initial tweet comes out i don't think the initial tweet was we're gonna fuck with everybody with depression and suicide and fuck you where's management management's uh, we'll get to them too (laughs) So Klein sends it out, and I look at it, and I go, pretty dumb, pretty 1975. I mean, if you look at the picture and the font, it looks like 1975. I will tell you this. I did not have to take a knee to catch my breath. I I was not, uh, I did not immediately feel like I had been hit by a moving truck. I understand for those of you that have been directly impacted by suicide, how it would affect you, and I respect that. I also know that there is a large portion of this community that have been dubbed the panic police for years that went crazy. Where Klein confirmed that he is a douche is the way he responded. Because if he says, God dang, uh, hey, man, it's Coronado, we're coming down, it's beautiful. Yeah, you know what, I got it, whatever. That guy is a clown. And he doubled down with it, and the radio station Twitter account doubles down, and that's when you're like, nobody in the equation, Dave. You mentioned management. Bob Bollinger, who I'll get to in a minute. It used to be one of the best guys. Completely is quit. Bob Bollinger, um, and whoever else, I, I don't know, Who's the program director of that station? I I don't know who any of them are. How none of them had the brain to say, get that fucking thing down now. And whoever runs the machine Twitter account that didn't only say, hey, dude, hey, 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 man. Look at what's on the front page of the Union Tribune today, dude. We can't fucking do this. Our midday show is shit. We The afternoon show is shit. We need something good. Fuck, dude. Wake up. And instead, the guy who runs the Twitter account retweets it, likes it, yep. likes when he uh, goes after Gavin. Uh, I mean, dude, it's just like, are you? You're just a fucking little shit that's not going to last down here. And, and you watched it. I will say this uh, Bob Bollinger is the general manager of that station. Bob Bollinger, I worked for at KFMB. Bob Bollinger, I worked for a clear channel. I couldn't be more embarrassed to say I worked for Bob Bollinger because he ran from the story. When Bryce Miller from the Union Tribune calls and wants a comment, you answer the phone. You ran like a little bitch. You are a bitch with no credibility anymore, Bob. You're a bitch. Who gives a fuck about Klein? Klein's a zero and he will always be a zero. Silio's a zero and he'll always be a zero but how sad for a guy that had a 20 25 year 30 year run in this community to turn into a sackless little bitch like Bob Bollinger when he refuses to comment and say anything about his new host he should be ashamed and he should be the guy fired Bollinger should be the guy fired you almost want to
1: say you are the guy that everybody in radio wanted to work for, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Don't you have any fight left in you? Get up. None. Get off the mat. Get up. Let's go. There's nothing there. Nothing. A- and you sit there and go, "Give me a damn break." This is where things were frustrating. And again, I'm I'm just like you. I'm following everything and people reacting. I'm reacting too, but I'm trying not to uh, sit there and state my opinion. Two reasons. One is because I I didn't want to say something that we would say on the podcast. Sure. Okay. Another reason is I don't want to get, as you say, keep emotion out of it all the time. But sure. here's the deal. As as you said a second ago, I've been affected directly by suicide through my dad. My uh-huh. wife went through it with her best friend who jumped off that same bridge that he was making a joke about. But so was everybody in San Diego. Oh, yeah. San Diego's f- second favorite son or favorite son, depending if you're a football fan or baseball fan, Junior Seau killed himself. True. And we're coming up on the anniversary again. And you know what? Everybody has been affected. Everybody knows Junior, either through high school, through USC, and especially from the San Diego Chargers and everything he did and how much he meant to us. And we talked about Junior a ton when C.S. Keys passed away. Sure. All of us have been affected by suicide. We've all felt it because we felt like Junior was one of our own. And to sit there and make a suicide joke in San Diego couldn't be more tasteless.
0: Yeah, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, just so we're clear, because I know people twist everything they hear. I gave him the benefit of the doubt on the initial tweet. And I did feel like there was a lot of overreaction immediately out of the gate. But when he doubled down and started calling out individuals saying it should have been you and the radio station Twitter account is retweeting things, yeah. let me be very clear. That's when it confirmed to me this kid's just fucking clueless. Yeah. there You can come in and try to make an impact and try to be different and everything else. And then they're just coming in just going, dude, I'm gonna be a, f I'm just a fucking dink. Yeah. Who's gonna sponsor that show?
1: I hope nobody. And I tell you what, this this might be horrible to say and maybe you don't ever say it in the radio because you and I always say Hey, look, anyone who has a radio job, we're happy for them because they're hard to get and they're hard to keep. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I hope nobody sponsors him. I yeah. hope nobody listens to him. I hope nobody supports the sponsors that are on the station until he's gone. Because one thing about San Diego, man, they do do the loyal to the soil. They yeah. have surprised me through football season and how they feel about the NFL, how they feel about the Chargers. And it is tough to get away from a sport you love. But, man, he completely came here from San Francisco, and he spit right in our face. Fuck that guy.
0: So we'll see what happens. This will be, over the next 10 days, really interesting because we live in a 24-hour news cycle. Think about Stormy Daniels was all we talked about on Sunday. And now you tune in. If somebody's talking about Stormy Daniels three days later, you're like, ah, dang, enough. Let's see what happens. Today, as we tape on Wednesday night, something interesting happened that, again, impacts the radio station. Two things happened. Number one, Ron Fowler went on 1090 this morning. Yeah. Personally, I thought Stephen Ben let him off the hook. I do too. I think they let him off the hook, and I put that on Ben Higgins because you asked one question about the story in town, and then you changed it to an infomercial. Ask the questions that people want to hear. Don't get scared. He is not a business partner with you. It was a nice interview. Yeah. I'm sure Ron enjoyed it. For Steve and Ben on day two, it was fine. It could have been five levels better. You aren't kidding. But it's fine. It was good. But you should have talked about what was going on. But I'll tell you this. People in intercom continue to think this is all a big fucking joke. As you saw today with Klein tweeting out, two things happened today. Number one, uh, Bubs downtown pulled... There is sponsorship Good for them of opening day from what I've been told inside the intercom building. That was a $10,000 hit to the radio yeah. station. That, make, that makes an impact. The other thing that I'll tell you is the Padres are openly talking to other radio stations. Yeah. Now wh- I agree with what Darren said today at noon. What Darren said at noon was, it's impossible to think that that could happen for 2018 because of sales contracts that are sold. However, what Darren didn't say was if I'm Ron Fowler and there are sales contracts sold with Budweiser and Bubs and the Dave and Jeff podcast, and I say to them, look, man, I think some of those sales guys, even though Padre Baseball is completely away from the Kevin Klein show, I think those sales guys may say, you know what, Ron? Now, we have a deal, but you can't really hear the station. You can't hear the machine in North County. Shit, it's as bad as 1360. And if you're going to go back to a bigger signal, whether it was Kogo or 1090, we're going to go with you. Yeah. We'll work it out. They would. They definitely would. We'll go with you because we're buying Padre baseball. We're not buying the machine. Exactly right. We don't believe in the radio station. We believe in the baseball team. So I believe sales deals could go, but I do think Darren was right. Where Kaplan, it, Kaplan, is such a train wreck, but I love the guy. Kaplan goes on and says, listen, this is what I do if I'm 1090. I tell them, we're not buying your product. You're going to buy the time from us, and then we'll let you sell the ads. Well, there's no fucking way Ron's going to do that. Ron's not going to walk away from a deal where he's making money. He's
1: making $5 million or whatever it is.
0: To buy money on what is currently the second-to-last rated radio station in the market. It is what it is. That doesn't make sense. There's probably also a reason. I'm guessing Scott's not involved in the direct (laughs) negotiations. But he made me laugh. I liked it. Um, But they are talking to other radio stations. There's also a feeling that somebody's head is going to roll at Intercom. It should be a couple. Uh, I would think the social media guy would be in trouble. No clue. And I would think Bollinger, who ran from the story, has to be looking around going, what am I doing? Where yep. am I as a leader? Where? What example am I sending to the people that work on Kason, to the people that work on Kixie, to any of the other radio stations in this building that could have been, like Dave Palais, directly impacted by suicide, and we got this little fucking twerp Walking in this building, thinking he's something special when he's a little piece of shit. And where is my boss to stand up and say, you know what, we're going to fucking address it. Yep. Where is Bob? Bob's fucking hiding because he's a gutless, spineless, little fucking twerp. And his legacy, which nobody outside of the, the four walls knew of, is gone. It's gone because you're gutless and you're weak and you're scared, and you're timid, and you're a bitch. You're a little bitch, Bob. You fucked up. You thought you're edgy because you always show up, want to have one beer with the guys. You always wanted to be a guy, and guess what? Just like your fucking host got gelded, you got gelded. You should be ashamed of who you've become in this business. You're an embarrassment and a failure to all that loved working for you. Gutless.
1: If we were playing match game right there, I would have lost. I would have I wrote down on my card, twerp. He I is thought- a little fucking. <laughs> that dwarf was yeah. coming. You know, here's how Bob could have sit there and set things straight and would have made things great. What embarrassment. I, don't, I tell I- you, this is the move. All right, this is the move because Kevin Klein hasn't come on there Suspend yet. Suspend him. Suspend him. Fucking fire him. Fire him for with cause. Yeah, for embarrassing the station. It's in his contract with cause. Did he do damage to the station? Did he put a $5 million deal at risk with the San Diego Padres? Absolutely. Ron Fowler said it right there on 1090. He said, we're going to go through this first homestand, and then we're going to sit there and look at other stations and figure out what our next direction is. You fire him with cause, and it would say a lot, and the people in San Diego would appreciate what 97.3 is doing by saying he will never step on there. He's stepping on there on opening day tomorrow. Yeah, never put them on there. You don't put them on there. And I've talked to people inside the Padre organization that was we're hoping that's the exact move that would happen. There are a lot of people involved with the Padres that think it's going to be a disaster if this guy flips the mic on on Thursday morning.
0: Well, what what can he go on? There's I, nothing he can say because,
1: you know what? He took back his apology. If you follow yes! his tweets today. He completely said, I'm, I'm sorry, because they made him say he was sorry. Yeah. But then he completely took it back. Basically, I'm really not sorry. Well, fuck
0: you guys. F- yeah, the funny thing was the statement from the radio station saying we don't condone it, to which I retweeted out. What the fuck you mean by that? Yeah. You liked it and you retweeted it. Exactly. It's called hanging the host out to dry, but... Fucks is spinning him, honestly. Here, here's the other thing that's come in from Intercom. Dave Rickards has been in that building At least twice and maybe three times. Now, there is a guy who runs all of Intercom. His name is David Field. David Field is a big-time guy in our business. David Field was in San Diego last week to see the beautiful new studios that have been built. Now, if I'm Cilio, I'm probably thinking, man, this is great because David Field's here to meet me. He wasn't. You just happened to be there. If I'm Kevin Klein. I'm thinking, man, this is cool. Here's my guy. This is my boss, and he's here to see me. Kevin, he was not there to see yep. you. I have heard from at least four people in the building. The guy that David Field met with in that building was Dave Rickards. Yeah. From the DSC show. So now if I'm Klein, Klein could be a bunch of different things. Klein could be out, which I doubt. No, he won't be. He probably he could be the midday guy. Because you could go, well, from DSC, more than likely he's the afternoon guy because you go, well, the Seattle show doesn't really make zero sense. Yeah, have a guy local here doing it. But the problem is if you put him in afternoons, now he's bumping into Padre baseball. Now, again, we have seen plenty of guys that have stepped on their dick at the start and then they figure out a way to kind of get out of it and slowly dig a hole. Who knows, man? Klein could be a guy in a year that we're looking at and going, holy shit, guy who got out of the gate terribly, but it has turned out to be an entertaining show. I don't know anybody in the Bay Area that listened to him. I can't tell you, Dave, one thing or another. I will say people in the building have said to me that they like him a lot, that they wish that he understood a little better the impact of what happened, but they said as far as radio guys go, and, and again, I'm just saying from people I like and people I trust in the building, they like him, but they know that he is given uh, everybody else in town a 25-yard head start, because I, why would you listen?
1: I don't get where the sense of humor, where at any time we thought this was a good idea. There's no way in San Francisco that would fly either. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you did no, the same the thing. from the Bridge, yeah. have
0: you seen that documentary? Yeah.
1: There's no way that would fly in San Francisco. And why would it fly here? And to have a guy, again, another guy. You have a Miami guy, 10 to 2. You have a San Francisco guy. Where's the guy that feels San Diego? Where's the guy that relates to us? Because right now, as we've said a million times, you as a sports fan, you're dying. You're hurting. I mean, you're bruised up pretty good over the last five years.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I've had people ask, you going to listen to Klein in the morning? No. No. I'm a Stern guy. I listen to Stern. I really didn't listen to much of Steve and Ben. As much as Woods is my boy, because Howard Stern on my drive today had Geraldo in. Yeah. So I had 35 minutes uninterrupted of Geraldo. I heard uh, when I got to my office, I heard the first couple of minutes of Ron Fowler, which I wanted to hear. And like I said, I thought they, I thought they, I thought they, they t- dropped the ball. They got out early.
1: They did. They got out early. They I-
0: turned it into a uh, into a, a Padres.com yeah. interview. Which is fine. I'm not I'm not criticizing them, but for me as a listener, I was out. I didn't come back. I didn't need to hear about the fleece blankets being given away on Saturday night. <clears throat> I wanted to yeah. hear Ron Unfiltered. Because Ron Unfiltered spoke to Bryce, who I thought wrote a great column, and spoke to the UT. And I felt like Ben let him off the hook way too easy today.
1: Yeah, I did too. I, I even sent out a, a tweet to Stevie yesterday saying, I hope you hold his feet to the fire. Meaning, yeah. get, get the most out of it. Not embarrass him, but get the most out of it as possible because a lot of people are concerned right now. You know, now.
0: Ron's going to talk.
1: Yeah, and you basically you let him off the hook after one question. That's not like Denny Green.
0: You let him off the hook. Ron's, Ron's not into bullshit.
1: No. And That's what I respect about him, though. I That's like why it. I like it. And we all do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When that whole thing came out... That's not Ron Fowler. That's not uh, Peter Seidler. That's not Tom Seidler. That's not the Padre organization. That's not Padre fans. That That's no. why Ron came out and said everything we wanted him to say, but they should have stayed on the topic longer.
0: Ron will take Klein's money, and he would take Bollinger's money. Yeah. He would school those guys. And again, I, I wish I knew who the pro- – oh, fucking Rich Herrera, the program director. <laughs> Goddamn, as a buddy of mine pointed out last <laughs> night – I said, I said, Jesus Christ, as I wrote on Twitter today. I said, I really hope this doesn't impact Rich Herrera's legacy in San Diego. Rich has been <laughs> nice to me. And my buddy said last night, God damn, Rich Herrera looks like Edward R. Murrow at that fucking <laughs> place. He's the Edward R. Murrow of, of 97.3. Rich is a good dude. I, I, yeah, That's I do That's fine. He's
1: caught in a shit storm. Hello? You know who's also caught in a shit storm right now? These There's guys like Ted Leitner and Jesse Agler and those guys that they're associated with the Padres. Unfortunately, they are because yeah. they're associated with the, the Padres station. Yeah. I, 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 It's disappointing. I mean, I guarantee you, Ted probably has a lot going on in his head going, are you fucking kidding me?
0: Oh, yeah. Ted you know, will make it yeah. all about him. Yeah. Of course he will.
1: But he hasn't turned the mic on. He's like, fuck. He has to be. This is, should be an exciting time. Brand new station. Third station in three years. Yeah. But this should be an exciting time as the team right now is going in the right direction and Ted has to sit there and go fuck you got to be kidding me this
0: bullshit I didn't even met this punk kid No I heard saw was on with Kaplan today and saw once every 25 years will say something that's spot on Lee did it today And Lee said they they made the big mistake they tried to get younger they tried to do all these things by going to the FM and you can't hear the station. And Lee's point was, you walked away from 1090. Yeah. That, that did take you into the Inland Empire. That took you easily into Carlsbad or Long Beach or East County and everything else. And when you're a radio station, a, a baseball team on a radio station, you need complete coverage. You do. But I also think that if I'm Ron and I'm Pete and probably more Ron in this deal— you know, man, when we did it in the nineties at KFMB, we and we worked with Moore's and Lucino. We felt like we were part of that family. Yeah. We we're very honored to feel like we we're part of that family. We didn't want to do anything to embarrass the product. And I think they felt like there was a trust there. I would imagine that Ben and Craig, who did it at Kogo, would say the same thing. Yeah. I think Ben and Craig treated it very much the same way. Uh, then over to 1090 with Darren and Darren doing his thing where he was such a big part of the BP show. And Coach, absolutely, oh, coach Bob too. Scanlon, yeah. Tim Flannery, Dave Roberts, all the guys that were a part of it. Um, even Kaplan, as as much of a, a legit loose cannon as Scott can be, I think Scott loved being a part of it. I don't think anything was ever done in our time there or yeah. any other time as a fan. That I heard where you go, shit, that's embarrassing to the team. I don't think so. Um, I'm not saying anything happened last year on ninety four nine because they never all they did yep. was play the game. But and and Ello will be fine doing pre and post game shows, but it is very hard to differentiate. Padre baseball from what's on the rest of the time.
1: Yeah, I don't know how 97.3 fixes it. I, I just don't. Well, I, again, you because, need strong leadership. Yeah. Well, you don't have it, and I, again, I don't. You know, even if you brought in, you name it. I mean, it could be Peter Uberoth. I don't think it matters because I think Padre fans and San Diego sports fans are going fuck. Well, I'm not giving them a chance outside of listening to the game, the Padre games. I don't know people are going to flip in to listen to the regular lineup because they know it was a shot at San Diego.
0: Yeah, if they if if Rickards ends up going there as That's expected, different. it's San Diego guy. DSC goes in, number one show in town. He'll squash Klein like a bug. Yeah. Um, if he goes in now, you got credibility back, and you have if you have Padre baseball at night and DSC in the morning, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you get rid of the stupid comedy bits, that those things, I, just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I'd move Cilio out, and honestly, you could go DSC, and and whatever you wanted during the day. I don't, I, I don't know that you need 19 hours of Padre yeah. talk, but if you if you got things going with an afternoon show and it led you into Padre talk, I think it'd be fine. But um, like I do like the music on that station. I do. They play different shit. It's not as basic and commercial as KGB or Rock One O five can be. They change it up. It's it's pretty good.
1: It's a very strange format. I mean it very it, weird. The way they the format is presented is sports, mm-hmm. comedy, classic rock. Yeah, and it's very strange. The guy talk though, but yeah. you have
0: guy talk with the with the men's room. They yeah. don't do they don't do sports at all.
1: No, but that's the way it. it in their release, in their press release, that's the way it's, how, it's presented. How can so, they
0: be doing right now? I mean, it's been about a month. They're about to get trends. They yeah. have to be getting trends.
1: Well, you hit it right on the head. Where are the ad libs? You aren't hearing the ad So if the ad libs aren't coming in, that's Who's not a very good, Klein? That's not a very good sign. But as far as the way you present it, do you remember when Jack went 107 went mm-hmm. to Jack FM? And you're going, what the fuck? It's supposed to be like your iPod. But everybody has their favorite stations on memory. It's just a button. You don't have to do the old days with your radio. we got to sit there and wind it up and down and find where the hell the station is you want. Everybody has a pre-selected memory of what you want. That's why it's so crazy to me that you have the comedy. Everybody likes to laugh. But if I'm not ready for a goddamn joke, I'm not going to go to Raw Dog. You know what I mean? I'm not flipping over there. It's it's so strange to me. If I want classic rock music, I'm going to go to KGB. It, the the format is very weird to me.
0: You never know who the comedian no,
1: is. No. That's a good point. You never know who the comedian like, is. Like who is this? Yeah. Right?
0: And you go, well, I'm I'm not really interested in trying to figure out who the voice is. And It's like 45 seconds and you always feel like you're joining it like if it was a 30 minute HBO special, you feel like you're joining it 18 minutes in yeah, and, you're and right. if you've ever done that, you go, well, I'm not I'm not going to watch the last 12 minutes of it. I'll just if I'm interested. Yeah. I'll try to catch it a different night. Yes.
1: You're absolutely right. That's um, it.
0: Yeah. So that's where it's at. So now um, things got heated up with Kaplan and Darren. We didn't really get into this. Uh, Darren buried Cilio last Friday. And, And we won't spend a lot of time on it. But he just absolutely emasculated Cilio on Twitter And Cilio now has stopped, at least from what I've seen, even talking about anything radio-wise, and just said, I liked his tweet the other day when Dan wrote, uh, if you you continue to look backwards, you can't move forwards. And it was basically his way of saying, I better stop talking about 1090. Yeah, because what he
1: should have done from the very beginning.
0: Yeah. And... and uh, I, I My free advice to everybody over there at the machine would be just to drop it and move forward and be who you are. I'm with you. Here's the deal again. Find your own identity. Yes. Don't worry about anybody doing podcasts, anybody doing AM radio. Just find your way in this market because you're you're just not going to win.
1: You aren't going to win. You and I have both been in San Diego 30 plus years. So and our,
0: we have a South Bay audience that'll yeah. fucking kill you. Yeah, you they just so fucking they don't fucking joke around. That's absolutely true. I don't know why the South Bay loves this show like they yeah, do. They do. But the fucking South Bay guys that we yeah. have that probably yeah. live in IB that I fuck with all the time They will fucking squash you. (laughs) They will break your little fucking neck.
1: I would say that about uh, South Bay Charger fans. You don't want to fuck with them because, man, those South Bay Charger fans are more amped for the game than the players are. But, you know, here's the deal. You and I are San Diego guys. I mean, Mm -hmm. again, 30-plus years living here. That's a long time. Darren is a San Diego guy. doesn't yeah. matter where Darren came from. People in San Diego treat Darren and respect Darren as a San Diego guy. His knowledge about baseball and his ability is to do interviews. B.R. is a San Diego guy. B.R. is a San Diego guy. It doesn't matter if he's from Arkansas or Texas or wherever he, he, he came from at the very beginning. He's a San Diego guy. Scott is now in the situation he's a San Diego yeah, absolutely. guy. Absolutely.
0: And he talked about it. I yeah. thought when he talked about I didn't, out, I didn't
1: catch it. No offense to Scott, but I didn't I didn't catch it. But, I thought
0: Scott was good because Scott said, and I would agree with it wholeheartedly. Scott said that he went out and incorporated himself by giving speeches and doing yeah. things for charities to try to make a name for himself in this community. I think he's exactly yeah. right. And yes, he's I, a, Santa, a San Diego. Marty's oh, yeah. a San Diego
1: San Diego, Ben Higgins, San Diego. Stevie Woods is telling you, hey, I was raised a Yankee fan because I didn't have a dad growing up. And when my mom remarried. My uh, stepfather, who adopted my myself and my son were was a Yankee fan and it's yeah. a connection I have with him, but I am a Padre fan. He says his dream scenario was Padres and Yankees. He doesn't hide it, but Stevie Woods has, has adopted San Diego and you've heard him on morning radio for years. Dan Celillo is not a San Diego no, guy. He, no. he couldn't be more 3,000 miles away in Florida, you know no. and, and at the same time this idiot that comes from San Francisco not a San Diego guy. We are loyal to the people that we've,
0: we say our family. So here's, uh, here's where we're going to fucking up the ante a little bit because I heard they're getting a little lippy about this podcast. So we have a live broadcast coming up. It is going to be April the 8th at Cali Comfort. Uh, the WrestleMania viewing party is happening. So it is going to be a WrestleMania viewing party followed by a live broadcast of our podcast. We are incredibly excited about that. Unfortunately for our friend Steve Woods, we will not be doing the podcast prior to WrestleMania, which starts at 4, because quite frankly, I have a three-day weekend with my sons in Carlsbad at the beach, and I'm going to milk every minute out of that I can, and I'll probably show up at Cali by about 6.30. WrestleMania will end at about 8. Dave and I will tape the normal time that we tape. We'll have a great fucking time. We can't wait to see you. There you go. But Dave just said something right there that, uh, about Dan Cilio he said Dan Cilio is not a San Diego guy. His heart is in Miami. We agree with that. I agree with that. You know who else agrees with it? The people in Little Italy. The people in Little Italy that have to look at those banners of Dan Silio, who's not a San Diego guy. By the way, I have found out. Do you know how those banners got there?
1: I want everyone else to know how those banners got there. I know exactly. The guy how those responsible
0: for getting the Dan Silio banners in Little Italy, I've been told, was Mark Fabiani. Wow. Now, I love Little Italy. Yeah. I'm not Italian. My wife's Italian. But I love it down at the waterfront. I yep. love that whole area. But I've talked to Sean Walcheff at Cali Comfort, and we've got a little plan for you. Yes. If you can show up at Cali Comfort in possession Of one of the Dan Cilio banners from Little Italy. Because we want it in this garage. (laughs) You're going to have VIP seating for the WrestleMania viewing party. You're going to enjoy a free dinner. And Dave and I will probably buy your first pitcher of beer. You got it. We want that. We're putting a bounty on one of the Cilio banners from Little Italy. We're going to clean up Little Italy. We're going to get that fucking banner down, and we're going to get one up. How how about Kurt (laughs) Pavacqua, who hates Dave? How about Arky Sinfraco? Arky and I are cool. How about uh, Nick Canapa, who grew up in Little Italy? Exactly. All right, so if you're down there on the Little Italy board, let's get those fucking banners down. Let's clean up San Diego. We'll clean up the radio station. If you can make it, And you get down there and you get one of those banners, I'm telling you, it's going to be a packed night. Yep. Sean Walcheff already said to me, we're going to be fucking packed in here. WrestleMania Viewing Party, Dave and Jeff Podcast Live, April the 8th, Sunday night, Cali Comfort, Spring Valley. Don't miss it. Show up. And if you got one of those fucking Cilio banners. Yeah. You will not pay for a drink all no. night. I guarantee you won't pay for a drink. <laughs> we'll make sure you get an Uber home. We'll get you home safe. And uh, VIP seating for the WrestleMania viewing part. Fuck these guys. Yeah. We don't know these dicks anything. <laughs> Show up. Dave, where are we going to put the banner? <laughs> Absolutely. We'll put it
1: right behind your head.
0: Be great. Yeah. Be great. My boy. <laughs> My boy, Big Sills. Now, when he finds out that we just put a fucking bounty on his banner. Yeah. take
1: them down fuck the potholes
0: yeah take down those damn banners dan it'd be nice if san diego ever acknowledged that i went to that high school there's nothing of me in this town you could take that's it (laughs) they're like shit how am i gonna pay these two assholes back nobody (laughs) acknowledges that they know us no that's so damn funny but we want that banner yeah i do we want that banner now I'll, i'll just say this too there is a chance... And fuck Fabiani. If you aren't doing it for us, you' yeah. a fucking Fabiani. Yeah. No, we're doing it just to fuck around because we want the banner. I, I, I don't hate Dan. I think Klein's fucking... I, I've never met Klein. I don't know what he's all about. I, I've never seen a guy have a worse start to a career in the market. But a friend that I like said, dude, he's actually a fucking really great guy. Okay. I don't give a shit. No, I know. But who <laughs> gives a fuck? I'm not worried about Klein. But, um, like, fucking I, I I got... Bigger shit to worry about in my life right now than fucking Cilio. But if we can get that, we want that fucking banner. When I was in high school, we tried to steal the Bob's Big. B- no, we stole the uh, we stole the Ronald McDonald.
1: You stole the Ronald McDonald. I stole the Bob's Big Boy.
0: Yeah. Well, shit, guys, two two classes ahead of me stole Bob's Big Boy, and then yeah. they that fucking lunatic Dan Quinn who does all the YouTube videos. Uh, Dan Quinn shockingly like hit a sheriff and all kinds of shit went down. <laughs> what? Dude, he he maybe he didn't hit a sheriff. He I think he hit a like a cook from Bob's Big Boy. How old was he? Oh shit, like 17, <laughs> but Danny Quinn was a big fucking kid. Um He's the guy, Dave. He does these fucking wild YouTube videos. That lunatic Dan Quinn. <laughs> he's fucking nuts. Like complete fucking gonto. <laughs> Um But they stole it. But then my senior year, we uh, there were three of us, four of us that were in a Chinese cooking class because yeah. our grades were all fucked up. <laughs> so every uh, every Monday night we'd fucking show up and like everybody was making yeah. like pow, kung pao chicken. And, well, fuck, I'm not a big fan yeah. of Chinese food. So we would volunteer every night that we would make the rice, minute rice. (laughs) So then we'd be like, hey, you know what we'll do? We'll go get drinks for everybody. There were like 14 people in this Chinese cooking class. uh, When I wasn't making pot pipes, that was Tuesday night. (laughs) Monday night, I was in a Chinese cooking class. So we would walk to the 7-Eleven right next to Santa Fe Liquor, two blocks from San Diego High School. He'd buy, like, a six-pack of Cherry Coke, but we knew that everybody making their fucking uh, Mooshow chicken or whatever the fuck they were making, <laughs> it was going to take, like, 45 minutes. So we would all show up with, like, uh, 75 cents, and we'd play, like, there were, like, three or four of us, and we'd play round-robin tournament at track and field. Okay. You know, doing the long jump and all yeah. that shit, the video game. And then we'd shuffle back with our... And we'd have, like, a couple of two-liers of Cherry Coke or something. And the lady who taught the Chinese cooking class, she, she looked like uh, like just the whitest woman, who like yeah. the mom on, uh, I don't know, pick any sitcom <laughs> you can think of from the 80s. She looked like, like the mom from the Michael J. Fox show, whatever that show was. And she would say the same thing every week. Guys, I have to tell you, the rice is very good. <laughs>
1: How oh, good. We make it every fucking week. It takes yeah. a minute. <laughs>
0: 12 weeks so I could fucking graduate, which I didn't even go to my graduation. Thank you, Meredith. The backs are burning. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Guys, hey, this is great. The Mooshow chicken tastes like fucking it was made by uh, Firestone Tires. Some fucking stoner over there trying to make it till Tuesday night. But um, yeah, we would just go down and, and that was our, our fucking deal. But then so it was the three of us. Yeah. Well, shit, we were like the, the guys in Escape from Alcatraz. We had a lot to talk about on the walk down to 7-Eleven. So we determined we were going to steal the Ronald McDonald from San Marcos. Yeah. So we stayed out, and like the night that we were going to steal it, it was fucking inventory night. Because oh, usually the yeah. they close at like 9 o'clock. Well, now, shit, we all got to be in school in the morning. So now it's like 11, 30, and 12, and uh, they're still in there. Well, finally, they leave at 12, 30. My buddy, Scott King, uh, who's a marshal. That's great. He fucking pushed out. He quit. Oh. He didn't go. So it was me, uh, Roan White, and Robert Thal. So the three of us now, and Roan White's got like a hatchback. Yeah. Fucking Ron McDonald's like 11 feet tall. I don't know how we figure we're going to get him in this little Dodge hatchback. <laughs> so we go across uh, San Marcos Boulevard. You don't know anyone with a truck? You put like the Kimbo Matumbo in the back. Yeah, there's only there's Jesus. only three of us in this Chinese cooking class. Yeah. So we go over there, and now we get over there, and we realize we've got this little shitty saw and my Easton aluminum bat. And it's about, uh, we also had not planned to realize, kind of like the Anglin brothers in Escape from Alcatraz, we did not realize that it was like a seven-foot high fence. Yeah. Oh, shit. So we've all been sitting over there drinking beers. Yeah. So now we're kind of fucked up, and now we got to figure out a way over this seven-foot fence. (laughs) None of us were really members of the superstars. And I'm like four months after total ACL surgery. Yeah. So we get over there, and we realize that we have this small little, like Ryan Barkley probably has a better saw to cut branches off, and we're trying to saw through the fiberglass of the ankle of Ron McDonald. Well, now we get frustrated because the saw's not working, so we just start beating the shit out of it. (laughs) With your bat? With my East End 34-inch bat. But what happens when an aluminum bat hits fiberglass on a quiet street, it is like, bang! Yeah, yeah, you think? Bang! Bang! So we're like, fuck! (laughs) So... (laughs) This is the worst thought out
1: plan of all time.
0: Yeah. From the fucking Chinese cooking. Three guys. Did you guys
1: realize that he was bolted down before he started cutting? You knew you had to cut him. Okay.
0: Yeah. So now. Why don't you just cut his fucking head off and then bring that back? That's gross. (laughs) That would have been fantastic the next morning. Come on. All right. Class it up a little bit. So now, shockingly, we do fucking get him. We get it done. And now we're like, okay, this is great. We got him. We got him. And he's fucking seven foot seven. Uh, like Porzingis, George yeah, Merson, and shit. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a seven foot high Ronald McDonald that we now have to get over a seven foot. Isn't he up. holding
1: a fucking burger like in his left hand or something? Yeah,
0: yeah, probably. And and then we realize that after we scale the fence, it's a slope. It's about an eight foot slope of ice plant. So we we just all of us just go. <laughs> we've been drinking. <laughs> we just all tumble With this fucking Eight foot tall Ronald McDonald Down the ice plant And how there's no sheriffs to drive by Yeah So now we get him Across the street To like the keels And now we're like well, How the fuck Are we gonna get him In this hatchback Are you thinking At any time You're about to get caught By the cops though No
1: Okay See that's how things Always work If you think You're gonna get caught You're gonna get caught Yeah No just, we're fine Yeah when you ditch school, don't ever think about getting caught while you're ditching school. Just do it.
0: So we take the back roads uh, back down through Levenhuy. We get back to Sandy Guito, <coughs> And uh, God, I'm getting a fucking So he cold. has no fucking feet? Nope. He's <laughs> got uh, two steel posts right there at the end. <laughs> now, if if they had followed my lead, we would have been fine. Because what I said was, let's jump up onto the Theater Arts Building and just lean them up against the air conditioning. Yeah, I like that. And we're going to be fine because yeah. that way, when everybody comes in tomorrow, you're going to see them. <laughs> you're going to see them. Roan and uh, Bob Thal said, no, man, we're going to hang him from the tree. We're going to hang him from the main tree, the whole thing. Well, the problem is that we don't have big, strong rope. We've got yeah. this little thin. Strength. Yeah, it's like strength. Yeah. So, again, we continue to drink. And Thal goes up in the tree, Roan goes up in the tree, and I am holding McDonald up by the two stumps below his shoes. And they're trying to get it done, and all of a sudden I hear, I'm like, fuck, what is that? Well, I don't move, I just keep pushing it. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. And I turn around, it is a very large... Rottweiler? German Shepherd. (laughs) Okay. Police dog. Anthony a sheriff. Oh shit! Young guy, old guy. Uh, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what does it look like we're doing? Yeah, my like, he help. Yeah, we're like we're trying to fuck. <laughs> trying to fucking get him back. We're trying to get him in the tree. You should have said I'm trying to get him out of the tree. That's what you should have said.
1: Some asshole hung us Ronald McDonald yeah, on the tree. Yeah, goddamn it! And it's three thirty in the morning.
0: <laughs> we drove by and we saw it. We're trying to yeah, get him out of the Jesus fucking tree. Jesus Christ! That fucking Burger King murdered yeah, murdered I'm a,
1: Ronald. I'm a Padre fan. Ray Kroc to the end. Goddamn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just turn it. Yeah. <clears throat> so we said, look, like we just come completely clean. <laughs> Idiots. Never we come had Chinese. Clean. We had fucking Chinese cooking. Well, So tell him
1: story. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Making rice every fucking week. We yeah, can't graduate. Yeah, shit. I'm sitting in that Keel's parking lot. <laughs> Making money off of pot pipes tomorrow afternoon. God damn, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to fucking saw my fingers off. And uh, we said, <laughs> look, can we just, now all of a sudden, Thal and Roan are with me. And they're like, can we just put them up against the wall and we'll return them? And the young guy was like, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> and the old guy was like, well, I'm not. Get him back. So now. I'm all right with that. I love that guy. The young guy was cool. Because we're like, look, we'll fucking make sure yeah. he gets back. Which, if we had done that, we probably would have been responsible yeah. for about a $3,000 welding bill. Uh, so now, the old guy's like, no, <laughs> no, get him back. So now we got to fucking, it's like 3.30 yeah, in the morning. Yeah, I was
1: about to ask you. What time is it? Don't you have to get up soon? Yeah.
0: Now we got to drive all the way back out to San Marcos with this. Did he follow you? Fucking, no. Oh, then why didn't you? Why didn't you just stop? He pussed out. Jesus. Drive him back. Now we got to fucking try to throw him over the fence. We just threw him over the fence. He just laid there on the ground. He laid there on the ground for like two weeks. <laughs> like he got laid. Yeah. Just like he'd been <laughs> shot in the head. And, uh, yeah, he just laid there like he'd been assassinated. Nobody cared. <laughs>
1: Nobody cared. No feet. No and feet. And he just laid
0: on his back. Two steel poles coming out right there in San Marcos. And they never, <laughs> and I apologize to all the kids for San Marcos, they never replaced him. <laughs> they didn't. The, the two red shoes sat there for about a year and a half, and then they just pulled it out. They didn't even put the Hamburglar in there. They didn't do <laughs> anybody. The mayor didn't go in, nothing. Did you do any senior pranks? No, we did the we did the thing, though, where we stole
1: the Bob's Big Boy. And then the guy that has the Bob's Big Boy, no joke, to this day, if you go into his living room, it stands right next to his guy. He dang, still has it? Yeah, in his living room, next to his fireplace, holding a big fucking <laughs> burger. But was that bolted down, too? No, that was not bolted down. It was just heavy as shit. But, yeah. but we got it in a truck. And then th- my buddy, when I saw his new house and he posted pictures of his, of his house on Facebook that he yeah. was so proud of and painted everything and goes, this is our new house. And then I'm like, is that a fucking Bob's Big Boy <laughs> right, right next to his living room? And then his buddy told me, he goes, dude, he's taking it everywhere he's lived since Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you think you throw it in the garage or something, right? Yeah. So when people come in your garage, ah, Bob's Big Boy, you don't stick it in your goddamn living room like your fucking it's Christmas broke. tree. It's right yeah. there next to, it. like all the furniture Where's is really nice. With? In Los Angeles. And he has this guy named Bob's a big boy, married, <laughs> right there. Yeah, he's married. Married, so like uh, like sixteen candles. Yeah, married. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, here's here's what we uh, we we did two of them in high school. It made me laugh. We had this school called uh, MBA Montgomery Bell Academy, where right. uh, R. A. Dickey went to school. Sure, Kurt Herbstreak sends his kids to school there, and and so. All boys, private school, well-to-do families, all that shit. So okay. when we played basketball against these guys, they had all their gear in the visitors' locker room. So we stole uh, everything, man. Yeah. We, their colors were were gray and um, like a crimson, maroon color. Our colors were like green and white. And uh, the school called and said, hey, we have a lot of stuff missing. We think your players stole our stuff. What? Yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what our coach did. Our coach was the yeah. biggest ass in the world, but he was like, I think I know my boys. I don't think you would tell your shit. Well, he shows <laughs> up to practice the next day, and all of us are wearing their gear. Oh, shit. You know? And he goes, hey, received a phone call from NBA, and they said that all their gear is missing, and they think you guys stole it. And we go, no. He goes, that's what I told them. And he just let it practice go. Like, we're all wearing their fucking school colors. And he, he just let it go. But when when I knew I was leaving for... Uh, leaving, moving away from Nashville and moving back to Los Angeles in the South, what they do at the football fields, this is before everybody had the artificial turf fields is it gets real cold. And the way you save the grass is you put hay over the football field in the cold
0: oh, and shit. Then they probably okay. do this
1: in Minnesota. Yep. You put hay over the football field and then in the winter or in the spring, you take the hay off and the grass grows nice, grows green. Well, we took a couple rakes and we just raked all the way across the field from one twenty-yard line to the other twenty. Just huge initials MBA. Yeah, right. Nice. So it looked like they played a prank on our school. So when you took the leaves off, the fucking dead grass was all oh, MBA, shit. and they're like, "What the fuck?" So they they freaked out. Our school freaks out on the, their senior prank that they never pulled. It was just so it was an inside yeah. job. Yeah, and that was that was <laughs> that was the move. That was the fuck you <laughs> for me on the way out the door I to my high school.
0: I don't remember. Like, anything between San Diego and Torrey, Poway, you know, those. You guys didn't
1: do anything crazy. Not like UCLA and USC do where they spray paint nah, statues but, and shit.
0: Yeah, but when I was like 11 or 12, yeah. we I lived in a school or uh, in a community called Richfield. Yeah. And the rich kids went, lived in Edina. Edina, Minnesota was okay. um, big money. And so we would go to the homecoming game. And God, I remember this. Like it was not, I was like my son's <laughs> age, like ten. Yeah, yeah. And we would all do this. So we would sneak in. We'd always wear kind of like, uh, Richfield was maroon and white. Edina was green and white. Yeah. So we would go to the homecoming game every year and we would sit on the visitor sideline or on the visitor bleachers and, uh, all the Richfield kids, we would go, and we would just like whoever they were playing. Some yeah. random school was never Richfield, but we'd completely skip the Richfield game to do this <laughs> to find the Dinah Homecoming. And the the floats would go by, and when the floats would go by, all of us—again, I'm ten years old—we all had like six cupcakes that had green frosting on it because their nickname was the Cake Eaters. Okay. And they the floats would come by with like the homecoming uh court and they're just they'd just get bombarded <laughs> by like five hundred chocolate cupcakes covered in green frosting. Oh Jesus. And then we'd have to run because we we're like yeah. we we're always and they were like, dude, you're on the opposite end of the football field. We're not running over there. Hurt our loafers. But um like it's Sandy Guido, like, like I like that shit, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I believe, see, right where we are between modern day East we, Lake, what's the one that I drive by every night on Olympic uh, Otay,
1: Parkway? Otai Ranch. And you also drive by Olympian High School, but you, you don't see it. It's further back. But you drive by, you definitely pass Otai Ranch. Otai Ranch High School, modern day Olympian, East Lake, Bonita Vista are all with you. Do they do
0: shit like that? Are there pranks going they, on down I, here? I'm
1: pretty sure that East Lake and Bonita Vista used to do stuff you know because i'm sure, like, sure they uh, did stuff back and forth
0: steel canyon's pretty close to like valhalla yeah. right yep Yeah. yeah and granite big, hills big
1: rival west hill santana and east county big rival
0: uh grossmont yeah. helix Yeah. they're all kind of right but-
1: they're big time and
0: actually just about 5
1: 6 years ago grossmont helix had a horrible baseball rivalry i mean they they if social media existed you yeah. know to the extent it is now it was awesome because you get guys from both teams that made it into like major league level like yeah. you, even um uh i'm drawing a blank right now uh reed jake reed who's with the minnesota twins organization was pitching against musgrove who was who's with the houston astros won a world series last year now now on the pirates but those guys were two great pitchers that were going at it and the trash talking was
0: fantastic between those guys shit it's uh how long we gone right now we've gone
1: uh about a little bit more than an hour all
0: right we probably won't go much longer because i've all of a sudden i've been healthy as shit and at work we're starting to get sick and uh I don't want to be wiped out. But it is opening day tomorrow. We'll yeah. spend just a couple of minutes on that. Um, I, I really don't care about the roster. The roster is going to change a lot. The one guy, though, that I, I was a little surprised. Were you surprised that Chris Young didn't at least break club uh, break camp with the club?
1: No, I wasn't surprised, but um, you kind of called it, I thought. You really kind of threw it out there a couple of different ways. But in every scenario you said— He wouldn't be here on May 1st. Yes.
0: I thought he'd be here on. I thought he'd be here on April first. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be here. No, on I, don't, I didn't
1: think you. I, I didn't think you missed it. I thought you were pretty spot on. I thought you were very good at it. Um, I was going to ask, kids. You, as you said opening day is tomorrow. I love opening day. It's mm-hmm. uh, very exciting. Padres, of course, taking on the Milwaukee Brewers. By the time people hear this podcast, it will be the day of the game. But I was listening to Harold Reynolds today, and, and I'm not a Harold Reynolds fan at all. But he did give a prediction on the Padres and where okay. they're at. He said five years away is where they're oh, at. Oh God! He goes. He go, He goes five years. Jesus year, Christ! He goes five years away. The the one thing he said about upcoming predictions, as far mm-hmm. as say something that would would surprise us, each guy had to say something. He said he thinks this is Clayton Kershaw's last year with the Dodgers because he can opt out of his contract. I wow. hundred hundred percent agree with that. That'd I, be big. That would be huge. I think this is Clayton Kershaw's last year. I think the Dodgers will look at it and go, "This guy's a lot of innings in this arm. He's only thirty years old, but he's going to ask for forty to fifty million dollars on a one year deal."
0: Who's yeah. his agent?
1: And so I'm not even sure who his agent is. I mean, the guy is is absolutely outstanding. We know he is, but man, he's had back problems three years and always missed six, four to six weeks the I last three years. Where fight, you can't man. give that guy fifty million dollars. I like what the Dodgers said. About not giving guys ten year contracts like this Albert Pujols, they yeah. they were doing a breakdown on Pujols saying the Angels would be better off with a minor leaguer than have an Albert Pujols in that roster as a below average fielder and and hitting it you know obviously anytime he hits the ball it better go over the fence because he can't fucking move yeah but but it, it's interesting the way baseball goes these ten year contracts are a disaster but I do think Kershaw could be in his last year I wanted to ask you though today before the season starts National League West is the only one I'll ask you mm-hmm. what order do you have them.
0: Uh, I think the Dodgers win it. Okay. I think the Rockies are second. Okay. I think uh, I think the Diamondbacks are third because Bumgarner yeah. goes down again.
1: Yeah, again. You and I are right on the same. I yeah. wrote it down to my predictions.
0: Yeah, and then uh, we'll see what happens with the Padres. Yeah. I, th- I think the Padres... I don't know about Longoria and, and, and McCutcheon yeah, as me, far as what the impact is on them. I'm, I'm not you. a fan of the Giants pitching.
1: Uh, uh, I'm not either, but it, I think their pitching might be better than what the Padres have in the starting rotation. For
0: now. Yeah. But, and but, I'm,
1: I'm really not sure about those two. That's why I was saying the hardest part is figuring who finishes you know, last and second to last. I do. I think I like the Padre offense better than I like the Giants offense.
0: Yeah, and if Casey comes up or Lauer comes yeah. up and all of a sudden you have Similar to what Peavy got you. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm not saying they're in the mix for the wild card, but it, can they be in the mix to yeah. be better than Samarja? And can they be, bullpen-wise, can they be better than, than what you have with Melanson? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: you can. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, but, you know, there are guys on that Giants team that I like. Like uh, For me, Brandon Crawford's one of the most underrated guys in baseball. I mean, that that's a legit 80-85 yeah. RBI guy from your shortstop every year who's probably going to hit 260, 265, plays a solid defense. Um, Posey's always solid. Uh, to me, I think as much as I like Crawford, um, I think Belt's one of the more overrated One guys. of the worst
1: contracts in baseball.
0: They yeah, made a huge terrible. mistake. Terrible. Um, so I, I don't know that I love Bochy's yeah. team that much, but that Rockies team's always kind of interesting. Man, they got a lot of bats on that team. But for me it's impossible. Impossible to not like the Dodgers in the West. Uh even losing Justin Turner for what? How long is he up? Could be Five out? Five weeks? Six
1: to eight weeks. Fuck. Could be ten is depending how things go. But and that's that's huge. A lot of people had him predicted as possible M V P candidate.
0: Look, I, I think the other thing too, I'll qualify. If I'm if I'm gonna take shots at Samarja and, and Quato and, and Brandon Belt, I think the Lamette injury is big. Yeah. Because Um, I think plenty of people have pointed it out before we have. Boy, it sure feels like we've heard this song before coming out of that training room, whether it was Tyson Ross or Robbie Erlin or anybody else, where you felt like, hey, it's not too bad it should just be a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden you don't see him again for the year. Um, That, to me, is a concern.
1: Yeah, who was the guy? I can't think of him. The lefty for the Padres that kept giving him shot after shot after shot. He wore fifty-two. Ooh, I'm trying to complete blank on him right now, but he always thought we always thought this is going to be the future ace of the team. He ended up with the Pirates, I think, last year that signed him to a contract, but did nothing. He was always always injured. Who was the Padre?
0: Well, the guy that I'm thinking of with the Pirates is Wade LeBlanc. No, not, not Wade, Wade LeBlanc. LeBlanc. No, no, no.
1: Starting pitcher.
0: God dang it. This is
1: ridiculous I, I'm drawing a blank. We talked about him so much in 2012, and then he was injured again in 2013, and he just never, yeah. never made it back. There are a million Padre fans screaming right now at us. But they, well, shit.
0: I mean, they've had a bunch of those yeah. guys though. And, that and, came it, through.
1: and that's what you said when you go. There's an injury to a guy that you're going, you're kind of counting on, and want to see him develop, and then all of a sudden, does that turn into longer than we expected? The Tyson yeah. Ross one completely shocked us. That he was there opening day, and then he was gone the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm happy yeah. for him that he's there. Robbie Erlin to yeah. me. It's just a guy that all of a sudden it feels like anything in baseball where you talk about him so much, eventually you get burnt out on him. Yeah. But I think Robbie Erland's a great story. But but where's Lucesi at? Where's Lauer at? Where's Quantrill at? Espinoza, Paddock, and the rest of those guys. I like it, man. But but I I like where they are. I really do. I like it. Because you know Gore's coming. Yeah. And you know Morion's coming. And you know Tatis is coming. You know, Urias is coming. Yep. And uh, I, I thought the article that either Kevin A.C. wrote or Bill Center wrote, one of the guys, Corey Loopkey was the guy. I was oh of. shit! Yeah, Corey Loopkey. God damn. Yeah. God damn. Right. Yep. Every year he was going to be the guy, and they gave him a contract. Yeah. Um, but I liked what they wrote, which is you are finally starting to see the pressure coming up from from below. Um. Like, if I'm Spangenberg, if I'm a Swahe, uh, I'm wondering right now, how long am I here? And maybe Spangenberg more than a Swahe. Um, God damn, if I'm, if I'm, you know, Perella's going to be in that mix. Yeah. It, it's a fun time. It's a fun time to be a Pods fan.
1: It's a fun time to be a baseball fan right now. Again, sure. with with tomorrow opening day, it's just something about it. That's the excitement factor of. You never know. Could you be that team that surprises you? Show you you know it as a Minnesota Twins fan sure. that you've gone from last place to World Series champion twice.
0: Yeah, and uh, and I like what the Twins did this yeah. year. I, I love getting Logan Morrison. I like Lance Lynn a lot. I've always liked the makeup of Lance Lynn. I feel like the deals they signed were smart there because they have some guys coming up. I think getting Miguel Sano yep. cleared of those charges uh, so he can go and just play. I think Byron Buxton right now, when you hear Byron Buxton, which I knew he was fast, Yeah. I didn't realize that he's at the Billy Hamilton level of fast. I didn't realize Manuel Margot, when you think about that, is at that level yeah. of fast. But um, but for me, Dave, too, I'm excited about the Padres, but, but I think uh, Otani, who will pitch on Sunday for the Angels – and then I heard today one of the things that he'll DH on Tuesday. Well, I have to think you're going to try to get him in the lineup, not pitching. But aren't you going to try to get him in the lineup tomorrow?
1: Well, that's what I thought. But now you keep hearing the Angels are only going to DH him twice a week. It'll be kind of interesting because did he know that beforehand? You know, hey, wait a second. I thought I was going to hit a lot more than, I'm, than they're telling me right now. How frustrating is that? Does he see the difference of who's in front of me, who, who, who's doing the things that... Um,
0: is that just to get him... I- up to speed because he was a little maybe
1: i mean they traded away cj crone so you're figuring well they did that to make room for otani and keep polls yeah. in the lineup at the same time
0: well look the the business money yeah that they're making whether it's tickets or jerseys or sponsorships both locally and japanese businesses you're absolutely right absolutely it's about a hundred to one compared to what they're paying otani yeah there's so much interest in this guy but what happens is, or I should say what happens if, I don't know where they're at pitching-wise, right? I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about their their staff. I mean, I like Cozart in there. I mean, I, I like yeah, their – Yeah,
1: in and Kinsler as well. Remember they were the, – Yeah, the, Kinsler's yep. in
0: there, right? And Otani comes in, and uh, Trout, of course, you look at it and you go, man, I, I do. Pull holds, still Pohlholz, they say looks great. God, I swear, somebody sent us that pitcher – of Albert Bell,
1: the, oh my gosh,
0: the, the mugshot yeah. the other day looked like Grady. I swear, maybe it's because I saw it at like 5:45 in the morning. I was like, oh my god, what happened to Albert Pulholtz? <laughs> and then I go, I'm like, what? And then I looked and I go, oh my god, Pulholtz is a wreck. Yeah, well, that that's not him. And then I saw it finally the third time. My eyes cleared out. I was like, oh shit, that's Joey Bell. <laughs> but um, but they say Pulholtz is healthy. Yeah, I mean he's gonna have to play some first base, man. But he said the plantar fasciitis is taken care of. I, I like having Otani there. Hey, Dave, you you may not know the answer, but I hope others do. Um, I have been a direct TV guy for the last 10 years. Yeah. I now find myself in Spectrum. Do they have for the first week? I have no idea. The baseball
1: this, package? Yeah. You're going to find out tomorrow,
0: I guess. I have no idea. I mean, I, I, yeah. really, I'm focusing yeah. on the Padres. Yeah. I don't know that there's any other game tomorrow. I know ESPN will have a few games. I through. thought
1: everybody opens tomorrow. Yeah. Every every, every team opens tomorrow, right? Yeah. It, it, Giants
0: Giants and Dodgers are later. Yeah, so I think they're 4 the time, o'clock. Yeah, by the time I get home, I'll be – And you know what? That's probably all yep. I need to see. But I'd love to see the Otani game. But I think that um, Darren had Kevin Burkhardt on today, and I think they're doing – they might do that game on Sunday, or Fox is doing maybe the Saturday game. ESPN Sunday night
1: game is the Giants-Dodgers. Giants-Dodgers. Yes, yeah, it's the okay. first one with uh, Vaskirchen.
0: Oh, okay. Now, this fucking guy. This fucking guy coming out in every interview and awful announcing and every... Hey, we, we know that there's going to be a lot of pressure on us taking over the booth. Shut, shut up! Okay, you little fucking twerp. Now there's now there was somebody who said because uh, I said on Twitter, calm the fuck. Yeah, I said calm the fuck down. You're not taking over the fucking Today Show, okay? Relax. You're taking over Sunday Night Baseball. Calm the fuck down. And some guys like whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you not like Vasquez? Well, I sent it to you in yeah, the mud? That's hilarious i like, no, he fucking loves him. I do. Yeah. I fucking love that excursion, and here's why. Here's why I'm better than you. Here's why I'm a better dad than you, <laughs> and I'm a better guy than you. Because And you can sit there and go, no, I, no, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, well, let me know if you got this done, big shot. And if you did, then, then you're better. Um, my one son's name is Jack. My other son's name is Kate. They don't have, when you play and you can create a name, yeah. you can put Dave in, the, uh, Dave in the game and you can create a player and you can put Jeff in the game and you can put Jack or you could put Jackson. Yep. Jack's middle name is Chase. Well, because of the great Chase Headley, I could create a player and it could be Jackson Chase. Now, it would still be his uh, last name on the jersey, and he liked watching that. When he was seven or eight, we'd play MLB The Show, and he would be the second baseman wearing number whatever. Yeah. And every time, Matt Vasgersian would say, well, here comes Jackson Chase to the plate. Um, my son Cade, there was no Cade. Yeah. Now, his nickname has always been Cap since he was a kid, um, although I, apparently only me and his mom are allowed to call him by his <laughs> nickname. His middle name's Nicholas, so I would put, here comes Cap Nicholas. Well, his nickname's really Cappy, but it's all right. Well, it wasn't the same, and I recognize this. Yes. So because I'm better than you, and especially, you know this is for? Huh. I want this pointed out to Leisure Friar, because I went the whole podcast without mentioning your tired fucking name, <laughs> but this is why I'm better than you, you old fucking fossil. <laughs> Because you can't even get a good fucking grapefruit at Sprouts. And this is what I did for my kid. Yeah. You old dirt-wearing, <laughs> coughing, sleeping jerk. So I said to Vascursion Yeah. I go, you know, I'm kind of fucked because my son's name is Cade. He goes, dude, I tape 300 fucking names a year. Well, What does it matter if I do 301? Yeah. Give me the name. So I did. I gave him Cade, and I believe, I know at least for 15, I think is one of the last years. I'm going to get him the new one with gift cards courtesy of my friend Dave Palais. But I am almost sure those names just carry over. And I I know if you go 15, 16, probably 16, MLB The Show, you're going to see Cade, C-A-D-E. You're going to see fucking Dotseth in the game. Yep. How's that feel, Leisure Fryer? You're going to see Palais in the game, too. Yeah, who hooked you up?
1: Yeah, that's true. You did. My you son Jake up? plays it all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The game's in there. Yeah, he looks like fucking Richie Sexton and Royds in the game, but yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> but Palais <is> in there, <laughs> too. He's in there. Yeah. So that's what I did for my son. So anybody that would ever think I have any issue. I love no, Esker. He's the best.
1: But I'm like, this fucking yeah, guy. Come
0: on. I mean, calm the fuck down. Okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I got Steve Woods this morning. That guy's been at 1090 for two fucking days. Okay? Boy, I tell you what, I don't know. Hey, maybe this is a little inside radio, but it's so nice to be at a station where they support you and they appreciate you. And I was like, God damn, I'd kick Shep in the ass. I'd break your fucking nose. I'd break your glasses. I'm like, oh my God, look at this guy just giving reach arounds. Calm the fuck Calm down. Calm the fuck down is right. Another one, you fucking bone. Can you do the podcast early? No, you asshole." Take a nap and then show Take up. Take a nap, sleepy Jesus. Um, so yeah, I think that's
1: it. Well, real quick before you before we go, because it is the day before the start of the season. Give me a World Series prediction. How,
0: how do you how do you bet against the Yankees, man? Well, that's what's
1: going to go. Do you go Yankees? Do you go Red Sox? Because a lot of people are saying you look at the Red Sox pitching now that they have J.D. Martinez, they have the offense. Rick Porcello, you <laughs> no, big on Rick Porcello? I'm not. I'm not. Just like I'm not big on Kyle Hendricks for the for the Cubs, they both of them had those two really good years.
0: Man, I I mean, I, shit. If David Price bounces back and can be the David Price that we got, used that's a to bad watching, contract.
1: Talk about a bad fucking contract.
0: What's worse, him or Lester with that, the Cubs? Oh my
1: gosh, I, I, I bounce I think Price is worse. I think Price is worse. I'm mean, this talk. Price will just be in the bullpen.
0: Um, let me. I, I know a lot of people okay. like the Indians.
1: Yeah, they do. A lot of I people just, lo- like the Indians. A lot. A lot of people like the Twins. You're hearing people say the Astros again. I mean, you're talking about a pretty good American League right there. A lot of people are saying the Angels are a playoff team.
0: Well, if you look at one through four, uh, it's funny. I was listening to Rob Dibble driving down tonight, and I, uh, Rob Dibble said on ESPN Radio that the one, two, three, four for the Yankees. Could be Brett Gardner leading off. Now, Brett Gardner, to me, has a very punchable face. (laughs) I'm with you on that. A little bald head. But goddamn that guy. Yeah. Steals base. He's just, uh, for a big guy, he he strikes me like he's a pretty, not big like John Carlos Stanton. But he's not Altuve. Yeah, he's thick. He, uh, Dude, he moves the bases pretty well.
1: Yeah. Talk about bad contracts. Jacoby Ellsbury making $22 million on the bench. Goddamn,
0: right? Yeah. But you go Brett Gardner leading off, Judge hitting second, John Carlos Stanton third, and Gary Sanchez hitting fourth. And the point that Dibble made is everybody freaks out, why would you put Judge second? And he said, because it, it gives Aaron Boone the opportunity to turn the lineup over. Yeah. But what are they going to do, you know, later on? How how will the teams do bullpen wise? You know, is the Yankees bullpen hold up against others? Dave, for me, man, I I, I love good pitching. But I, I just look at that, and you go when you've got guys in that lineup like like Gregorius and and Judge and John Carlos Stanton yeah. that can just fight, and Sanchez yes, skip, just kill it. Holy shit, man! Yeah, holy shit, yeah. you can't you can't throw a bad pitch. Yeah, I I'm, mean, there's always somebody just sitting there to, to hit a fucking bad pitch.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely incredible. I'm I'm with you on that. I'm going to Yankees as well in the American League.
0: Yankees in the American League, um, although I, I think Cleveland will be a team that I watch. And then, uh, so I, I would probably go Yankees coming out of the East. I would take the Cubs uh, coming out of the Central. You, what, you, you mean you're talking? right, uh, the Indians, I mean, excuse okay. me. I'll take the Indians. Um, I would like the Twins to be a wild card team. But I I'm, do have the Twins making the playoffs. As a wild card yeah, team? Yeah, I do. And then coming out of the West... Uh, people are high on the rangers i don't know how you're high i'm on not the high rangers. on the rangers at
1: all i have them second to last just uh the astros A's. got to be the team. The astros have to be the team yeah astros. and they got garrett cole
0: yeah shit astros are loaded there yeah shit dave i don't know if, if any team was going to give a run astros are pretty loaded
1: they are the astros are loaded i have you and i have basically the same teams i have an american league astros angels indians twins yankees red sox making the playoffs those are my play. Those are my six playoff teams in the American League.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think. I mean, I and I'm I'm just I'm trying to think off the top of my head if because there's anybody there's some else. Really I bad teams:
1: in there. the A's, Royals, Tigers, Rays, Orioles. They're terrible. Yeah, I mean, there's some really bad teams in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fine with that as, as far yeah. as that goes. Uh, and then coming over to the National League, uh, National League, it's going to be for me. It'll be. I think the Dodgers and Rockies could both go. I have both of them as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the Diamondbacks are yeah. going to be a losing playoff JD team. Martinez is going to hurt big. Um, coming out of the East for the National League, who do I have coming out of the you National? You have the Nationals, Nationals winning the division. Oh yeah, Nationals got to be of course they're they're the one. They're so fucking loaded, man. I mean, it's funny too. I, I was reading the other day. I mean, you look at what Strasburg did in the yeah. second half. Scherzer, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. But but it kind of they're so good at the top that you skip over like what Gio Gonzalez does and others. I mean so good. So all right, give me the, give me the Nationals and then, I mean for I, I know it's so cliche. I I just think the Cubs are. I just I, for me I'm such a fan of Theo and the way they yeah. reload and he time. added
1: you Darvish, yeah he he added Darvish. I have – here are my six. You tell me if you disagree, if you want to throw any in there. In the West – All right, I, go, s- okay. go slow. Let me think about it. Okay. In the West, I have the, the Dodgers winning the division. In the Central, okay. I have the Cubs winning the division. Okay. I have the Nationals winning the division. The okay. wild cards I have is the Rockies, the Cardinals, the Mets. And a lot of people say the Brewers. Interesting. But I, I, at some point, that Mets pitch and rotation has to stay healthy. At some point.
0: It's funny. I was just gonna say the thing to me about the Mets is can they stay yeah. can they stay healthy? A
1: lot of people love the Brewers. So the Brewers will be that team. They'll yeah. get three teams in the in the central this year in the playoffs.
0: Because the Brewers go out and get Yelich.
1: They got Kane.
0: They got Kane.
1: They added pitching.
0: Yeah, for me, man, it's like you look at Eric Thames or Thames, however you want to say it, coming out. Like, remember last year he had, like, 11 home runs? Got crazy. <laughs> it was, like, 20 Insane. in the first two months. Insane. Then he couldn't hit for yeah. shit. And the
1: Cubs accused him of juicing? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think it's pretty safe to say National League. I feel like in the National League it's going to come down to the Cubs, the Dodgers, or, uh, Nationals. or the Nationals. Nationals
1: yeah. still don't have that closer. You know that's a, that's the big thing
0: to me, man. I I I why the Nationals and, and who knows what the money is, but why you went talk to Greg yeah. Holland? But at this point with opening day, how long would it take Holland to be game ready?
1: Yeah, that's funny. May first. I always say, man, if if Kenley Jansen would have left the Dodgers last year, like there was a lot uh-huh. of talk that he was very close, if he were left the Nationals, he would have seen the Nationals in the World Series. I
0: I can't figure out why teams skip over that. That's why I'm really glad Brad Hand is still yeah, here. I'm with you. I, I think there's. I think there's a comfort level in having a legit guy at the end. I I think Han's solid. I think financially, too, he makes sense. But for me, all right, so I'll go with you on those teams. Coming out of the National League, man, I I would like to do some. I I don't believe in the Nationals, man. Really? I just don't.
1: They cannot win a goddamn series.
0: They can't. And now, when you go Dave Martinez takes over for Dusty. Yep. Uh, My buddy Scott King, who pushed out at stealing – Ronald McDonald, <laughs> fucking yelled at him. What are you looking at, Rodriguez? I was like, it's Dave Martinez, stupid. Um, I think it's gonna be the Cubs coming out of the National. You bringing the Cubs
1: back. That this year t- they'll get back on track. They let yeah. it get away from them last year.
0: Yeah, I think they. I think they come back, man. That, that lineup. Holy cow. The
1: lineup is insane. The only reason and you'll say because ah, you're a Dodger fan. The only reason I'm going with the Dodgers. I'm going with the pitching. I'm just gonna I think the pitching's better than what the Cubs have.
0: All right, but but let me see. Help me because I'm going off the top of my head. We go Kershaw, Rich Hill. See that to me is Rich Hill the two. Rich Hill
1: is good. Well, it, I don't know if they're going to start him as the two. I've seen him at the four even. But see, you, right. you you have Maeda. You have Hunter Yu coming back. You know. Yeah, you have, and you have Alex Wood who surprised everybody last year. Yeah, I just yeah. think the, those five guys plus yeah. I do guys, like Wood. Yeah, i well,
0: kind of. I'd probably go.
1: The guy I can't wait to see, like you talk about McKenzie Gore all the time, you know, yeah. and I'm excited about McKenzie Gore too. It's just it's going to take time. It's Walker Bueller's time, I, I think, for the ask. Dodgers. He's the guy that I can't wait to see throw.
0: Is he is he up by May first? Is he a 17 day guy? Man, I hope
1: so. I hope so. And then remember they got the lefty pitcher, the 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 young Mexican kid, and Julio Urias. Oh yeah. mess up the name. Shit. But he's uh, he'll be back in in May. But they yeah. they they're always okay. they're now always that, deep. They always figure that shit out.
0: But see, all of a sudden that changes things yeah.
1: because Bueller should be—he's the rookie of the year candidate.
0: Yeah, Bueller and Urias, and now all of a sudden you go Kershaw, and you mix in the Maeda. Now all of a sudden, yeah, and you go, okay, Rich Hill. Yeah, I don't need Rich Hill to be the two. I don't need Rich Hill to beat Strasburg. I need Rich Hill by the time playoffs come around. Right? Yeah. I, I just look at it, Dave. I go fuck. Who's going to be the guy to match up? Right. I mean, if you're going Scherzer, Strasburg, uh, Gio Gonzalez, pretty good one, two, three. Yeah. I mean, I even look at it with the Cubs. I mean, if the Cubs, I, who my who the Cubs starting tomorrow? I don't sure if they're going
1: Lester or they're going Darvish. Yeah, and then I, Kyle Hendricks, and the, you know the Cubs are the
0: Cubs. Yeah, I mean Arietta yeah. leaves. And at least for Arietta, if you felt like Arietta for me, if you're going, okay, well, we're going to go Darvish, Lester, Arietta or Darvish, whatever. Yeah. How do you want to put those guys in the Yahtzee Cup and shake them out on the table? You're fine. But for me, it, it's, I don't know, Dodger-wise, how that one, two, three shakes out in the playoffs.
1: Well, You know, and again, with all these teams that we're talking about, we all know things change dramatically at the trade yeah. deadline. I mean, look at yeah, the Astros sure. of what it meant getting Justin <clears throat> for Verlander. Sure. It's uh, it, And that's what's so exciting. The season with the, with the teams now that get in the playoffs, the wild card is one of the best things, I think, to happen to baseball. But you and I are huge baseball fans. It's very exciting to see the season get going tomorrow. I've been waiting a long time.
0: Yeah, it'll be good. Um, oh, very exciting news. I tweeted this out yesterday. We will be back on Sunday night. We will be here Easter night to tape. And our friend Darren Smith will be here. I talked to him last night, and uh, he said to me, he goes, hey, man, when am I coming down? Cool. And I said, how about Sunday night? Because that way when we tape on Monday, he doesn't have to worry about getting through the traffic of Mira Mesa. We can just come down. He goes, man, that'd be great. And uh, I I tell you, Dave, I would say right now, I I always talk about, close friends i have in radio dave would be one stevie woods would be one darren would be one those yeah. are probably the guys that i'm probably i i think um dave you probably costa would be in the yeah, group Costa's but, I'm, in I, there. but i think i'm i think you're i love mike mike's my boy but i talked to darren more than i talked to mike you probably talked to mike more than you talked to darren yeah. but um I know he's stoked. I I'm excited about it.
1: Really excited about it. I think someone asked me about it yesterday. Once you put that on on Twitter, someone said, is Jeff bullshitting or is Darren really Kevin coming Charity on?
0: Kevin Charity said that. That fucking meathead. <laughs> it
1: wasn't Kevin that said it to me, but it was someone it was, it was someone close to me that said it. And they go, this show with Darren, they think will get more listens than even the one with Lisa
0: Ann. Yeah. Um yeah, I love Kevin Charity, and Kevin Charity is like, ah, oh, this is cool if it's true. Well, why the fuck would I put it <laughs> off if it's not true? You're why fucking, wouldn't you
1: name a bigger name than Darren? No offense. <laughs> yeah.
0: Why wouldn't I fucking said Kevin Klein's coming in? Um, what happens tomorrow with that station? Because we've said it in the past, man, as radio guys. Um, what happens? What do you do tomorrow? We Don't, put-
1: there's only one move to do, and they aren't going to do it. The move is to never put them on there. That's the only move, the right move to make, and it would make the Padres happy and make everything go away. If you just say, you know what, we're firing the guy for cause, and he's never going to go on there. What
0: if he comes out tomorrow at 6 o'clock and says, look, I made a huge mistake. I don't believe
1: it because he followed up his apology with bullshit. So whatever he says, and he will probably come out and say that, I won't be listening. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to listen.
0: What if he just ignored it and just did a morning show?
1: That's what I'm I'm guessing is what he wants to do. It's kind of like Sam Bass and his apology about Roseanne. Where yeah. He did it, but he so half-assed it. It was hilarious for us because we know yeah. Sam. But there's nothing this guy can say because you follow his tweets, and his tweets show that he was basically forced to say something he didn't believe in.
0: Yeah, you know, that's funny. If if it's if as a market we're in a point where we go, dude, there's nothing you can say. Then the fucking point would be just come out and do your yeah. show. Yep. Come out and do the Thursday show that you were going to do. Yep. Right? Wouldn't that be? If you're the, the PD, what's the advice do you have?
1: If I'm the PD, I'm telling him to apologize. But again, you can tell he doesn't mean it. But that's what you have to do. You have to apologize. He's like, not gonna. Look, it's not sincere. Anyone, go ahead, follow his Twitter and see that he is not sincere in his in his apology. Fuck that guy. That honestly, I've never said this about anyone ever on the radio, no matter how much I disliked a guy. Yeah. Don't listen. Don't support his advertisers. Or let his advertisers, yeah. just like they did with uh, Bubs, let them know this is not okay. Yeah. And Bubs pulled out. Good for Bubs. Yeah. good I'm for I'm glad Bubs. that everybody who wrote to them and said, "Hey, we're, we're happy," and I think. 1090 has some kind of relationship with the bubs on monday on monday yeah which was huge it was huge for 1090 and, and big for bubs to show that's not acceptable now that's not who we do business with
0: darren retweeted out that bubs is hosting the viewing party for the national championship game it'll happen monday night and i wrote uh nobody will show up if they're not showing the hurricanes bro <laughs> show the oh hurricanes or we'll get a big crowd there nobody else
1: Speaking of supporting our advertisers, here we go. We have one right here, and you guys have done a great job. As uh, I think you said it yesterday, or someone mentioned to me. Uh, and if if, if, I, if it wasn't you, Jeff, I apologize to the person that mentioned it because it was great. When the Dodgers had their problems yesterday with the sewage.
0: Yeah, that was funny. It was great. Yeah. It was not me, but yeah. it was a funny line.
1: Without a doubt, the Dodgers need happy plumbing right there. 619-433-4943. Call Blake and Travis. If you have a plumbing issue, you want to stay ahead of things or you know exactly what's going on in your home, but you know you don't want to be the guy that pulls everything apart, 619 433 Four nine four three. 9 It's happyplumbing.com. 24-hour service, seven days a week. Upfront flat rate pricing. No travel charges. Courteous uniform professionals. Look, they're licensed and insured. What else could they ask for? The guys at Happy Plumbing will do it right for you.
0: Holy cow. As you watch that go on at Dodger Stadium and you think about the amount of money that's been put in. And, hey, I'll tell you one thing. Ron Fowler and uh, Pete Seidler. Happy Plumbing will come down and make sure that fucking main line yeah. is clean at Petco. We don't need that going on tomorrow. I was going to say, we don't need yeah. that shit literally going on. <laughs> we don't on. need that shit. Come Think on. Think about
1: what's going on at Dodger Stadium today. They're opening tomorrow at home. They had to have those plumbers out there like crazy today, making sure everything was good to go for our opening day. Do you
0: know how long, though, that takes to, to because I've gone through yeah. it, where the main line, you have to, I'm sure somewhere you had to change drywall, you have to get dryers out. Can you imagine the stench? Oh, yeah. For my girl, Mary Hart, sitting down there <laughs> tomorrow looking as beautiful as she can look. Look, if they, if it could, I think, no joke, if a major plumbing issue can happen to a billion-dollar exactly. organization like the Dodgers, who probably sat back and said, you know what, we love the Dave and Jeff podcast, but we don't need Barkley landscaping <laughs> and happy plumbing. Come on, hit fast forward. Well, goddamn, don't you hit fast forward. Make sure they come over, help you out. I already said, next couple of weeks, they'll be moving into a new place. Blake and Travis will be cleaning every drain. I don't know who the hell lived there before me. Some old lady who smelled funny. And I'm not going (laughs) to deal with it with shit coming up through my drain like the Dodgers did. Fuck the Dodgers. Happy plumbing. As my man Sam Bass said, if the plumbing works, I'm happy. Exactly. $99 drain cleaning any drain. They're your guys
1: right there. Happyplumbing.com. Brian Curry, he's your guy for your next home right there. Are you happy where you're at? Can you do a little bit better? Right now, if you're in the market, a lot of people are looking around. Of course, this is the time. Spring is when people start looking for that new home to move into. I Kids. know that feeling. Yeah. Kids get out of school in in a few months, and they're saying, you know, I want to make this move during the summer. Brian Curry's your guy. Why would you call anyone else? He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years. He is one of the best in the business. If you ever dealt with Brian, people always say, man, he is a really good guy. That takes his time with his customers. Brian Curry is your guy. 619-251-1588.
0: I am uh, right back on the La Mesa bandwagon. For the last couple of weeks, I've been telling you that I was disappointed because every night i drive by yep. downtown at B Street and Pershing, that beautiful condo, until you pointed out that's the building with the horrible paint job with that big yellow stripe down the middle. Looks like the stripe down the middle of uh, Costa's back. I can't fucking live there. can't do that shit. So now I'm right, going right back to La Mesa. I drive by, I'm like, well, that's good if you're a dork, but I'm not a dork. I'm a guy who's got to lose some shit together. Exactly. So uh, off to La Mesa, I go, look, I, I will say this. Brian Curry has been an incredible supporter and a friend of this podcast. We couldn't be more thankful for him and his support, but I love buddies of mine that I have that are in the real estate business and say, you know what, man, you are locked in with a good guy. He has a wonderful reputation, yes, not only amongst his customers, but amongst his peers. And how often can you say that? You can say it for guys like me in the radio industry, and you can say it for guys like Brian Curry.
1: There you go, 619 251 1588. Or you can reach him online, Brian Curry, real estate. You know why I like
0: him? Because he never once has said, Hey, I'm not bragging. I'm applying for a job. He doesn't <laughs> say stupid shit like that. He just says, I'm going to get you in the right place. That's why Curry's our guy.
1: Once it gets you in the right place, you know you're calling. You're calling Ryan Barkley this and his dad's got <laughs> Barkley Landscape. That's the way to go. You're tired of coming home every day and you hate the way your yard looks. Look, now's the time to clean it up. I don't know what you're waiting for out right there. You got to call Ryan. You got to call Scott. Family owned and operated for 35 years, free estimates, artificial turf, sod insulation, you name it, lawn restoration. Now is the time. The rain looks like it has stopped. You're probably looking at your yard and going, what is going on with my lawn? Why it doesn't it look good? Right now, there's a March special 20% off weed cleanup, including spray.
0: Yeah, we got to get Barkley back out because he's got way too much time to be commenting on everything on Twitter. <laughs> so you people have to get out there You're like, why is Barkley clogging up my Twitter timelines? Because you haven't taken advantage of the March special. Get the damn weeds out of there. Man, there is nothing more frustrating than when you feel like you have got the perfect yard yes. put together, right? You may have a little bit of the dirt, the shrubs, the plants that you like. And all of a sudden, you look right in the middle, and you go, what in the hell is that? Man, have have Ryan come out and, and Scott come out, and they are going to take care of it, get that cleaned up, because it's crazy, man. April is here on Sunday, yeah. which means May is right around the corner. That's backyard barbecue season. So start taking a look around and go, hey, wait, what do I have back here? Do I have the right things set up? Do I have the right irrigation set up do i have the sprinklers set up do i have the grass that i want because there is nothing more fun in the summer than hosting a backyard barbecue but if your backyard looks like shit nobody's gonna want to come over here's
1: ryan's number call him right now 619-669-8000 619-669-8000
0: all right you can uh email us thank you to everybody who has been incredibly nice and reached out the last couple of weeks heard from so many good people uh, and you know who I want to give a shout out today to, Dave, is my friend Craig Elston. Okay. And Craig sent me the nicest message today. He goes, hey, man, why don't you come on down take advantage of my— uh, I got—use uh, my seats tonight for the Gulls game. Uh, my sons are out of town with their mom right now, and I knew I was taping the podcast, but completely unsolicited. Cool. My, my pal Elston reaching out. So many people. Our friend Katie Temple reached out. Todd Villalobos. So many. I, I just—I tell everybody. It's been an incredibly difficult couple of weeks and couple yeah. of months. But the love and support that uh, Glenn Geffner, voice of the Marlins, reaches out to me the other day and said, Hey, man, I'm going to be in town Memorial Day. Uh love to have you and your boys as my guest for the Marlins-Padre game. I just I couldn't be. Dave, I'm sure you've yeah. gone through a lot of the same. Uh, Danny Simmons, yep. who works over there at uh, Pacers, has said, Look, Monday is Triple G night over here. Every girl on the stage is Triple G or bigger. We'd like you guys to come down have some gold Schlagers, some yes, goldfish crackers. The best. And let's see where the night takes us. If I did not have that kind of support, who knows where the hell I'd be? <laughs> who knows where the hell you'd be
1: is right. Here you go. Some sad news to end the show. Sherry Landry is engaged. Did you catch that shit? What? (laughs) Sherry Landry, of course. If you remember her at all, Uh, she's with Jeff and I at 1090 in 2012. Yeah. And she worked for the station. You might have seen her, one of the prettiest girls ever. Like, she was a Hawaiian Tropic model. Sherry
0: Landry. Pushes
1: out, she's engaged. I'm like, no one right now is blocked favorite. Yeah. Now you're blocked. No (laughs) one's double tapping the screen on Instagram.
0: I, I don't know. This would be the biggest challenge for Sherry Landry. First off, all joking aside, we couldn't be more happy for her. Is Sherry Landry hotter or cooler? If you defined her as a girl, would you say she is as cool as it gets or as hot as it gets or both?
1: Perfect mix. Perfect mix. Man, she's great. She's yeah, great. Dan, yeah. I mean, so- did
0: you see who's showing up here on Sunday night? Besides Darren? Yeah. <laughs> you see who else is showing up here? No. Our our old interns coming down Sunday night. Who's coming down? The star of uh the Wayne Brady Show. Katie Mosier will be here on really? Sunday night. Shut up. She said she's coming down. No, no way. How, that, about, how about that? Yeah. We're going right. to tell any Katie Mosier stories yes. when she's here? No,
1: we probably can't tell any of them. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: so that's good. Uh, that's Landry awesome. is the greatest. Yeah. That guy, that is a lucky yeah. son of a bitch who's marrying Sharon yeah. Landry. Yeah, goddamn hacksaw. lost out on that <laughs> he one. Sure huh? did. He sure did. That creepy little shit. How, hey, by the way, the Padres, <laughs> if the Padres don't have enough problems, why do I keep seeing pictures with Saw getting a credential? What the hell's going on? What's he doing? I have no idea. <laughs> why do they keep giving that little fucking no money?
1: I don't know. I keep waiting for 1090 to step in and say, we want you to take 1090 off your goddamn Twitter, Twitter uh, bio. Fuck that.
0: Lee probably doesn't even know no, how to change he, the yeah, password. Yeah, he
1: doesn't. It's still on there. What the fuck?
0: Oh, Jesus. And then... Uh, Okay, so we already told you the Hardwick thing, yeah, and we already told you, um, Rickards is been in the building a lot. Yes. So look for Rickards at some point because we told you KFMB is under new ownership. They get rid of big contracts. David Field, who runs Intercom, was in town, met with Rickards. We've got that confirmed. yeah, so that that's probably the future. And you know what, with all respect to Darren, and to Fowler uh, and and Kaplan and all those guys, dude, I may want to just ride the wave out. I, m- I may just want to ride the wave out. If DSC shows up over there, now you got to figure out something with that signal. You can't hear the games in North Carolina. No, it's uh, unfortunate. And they don't have any AMs, yeah. right?
1: No, it's unfortunate. You're right, they don't.
0: That, uh, but, but if you're getting DSC, then you can weed out some of the issues. Or you just, uh, I don't know. But but that could be it. Well, right now, if your Fowler is the better move, where would you go? Would you go? Would you try to find a way to get back to ten ninety?
1: If I'm Fowler, I find my way to get back to ten ninety right now. And it, makes the, the most sense, right? It, unless that unless they pull that move, which I don't think will happen, is you don't put him on there tomorrow. I think once he goes on there, I think Fowler still gets killed email wise. Fowler doesn't want to be involved in this. Think about everything you have to do to get ready for opening day. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're consumed with a problem that's bigger than opening day.
0: It's been a it's been a good spring. Yeah, I mean Lamech, it's the album. And will, Padre
1: fans have bought into what they're doing. Hosmer. Yeah.
0: and and uh, the idea that
1: people are excited, they understand the process, they bought into what's going on. But all of a sudden, you're associated with with the, the devil coming to town.
0: Yeah, because Bill Center wrote a thing today where he looked at all the different things, the improvements. Uh, insane, yeah. right? They're yeah, going absolutely. through. Uh, the new the new video board in right field may too small but at least it's done let's let's walk before we run but now they're going through the entire structure dave and if you've ever sat up high you've seen how some of the white posts have kind of got rusted out well shit when you're that close to the ocean it's gonna happen yeah they're on top of that they've already started to change those out get the rusted pieces out and get new pieces in new restaurants coming in um New new sections over by the – I mean, they're just constantly yeah. looking for ways to improve the fan experience. God, I appreciate those guys. You
1: know, I will say this. I take a shot at the UT all the time too just because I think they do a terrible job at journalism, doing what you think what journalism is. I thought they were pretty good on the whole situation with what happened in 97.3. I thought putting pressure was the right way to go. It was I, deserving.
0: Yeah, i become a huge fan of Bryce Miller. Yeah. Uh, oh, plus 97.3 today, completely being the dumb shits that they are. They tweeted out a picture and they said, hey, tune in, hit this link, and you can hear Chris Sello preview the season with Tony Gwynn Jr. It was a picture of Jesse Agler with uh, with Tony Gwynn Jr. <laughs> oh, Chris not okay, get a break. So I wrote uh, 297.3. I said, hey, kid, maybe take a few plays off. This Twitter thing seems a little complicated for you. <laughs> And I was going to write, it's a simple mistake, we all look alike. <laughs> and I didn't do it. And another buddy of mine, who uh, will remain nameless, wrote to me on social media, from the local media, Yeah. and said, God damn, man. He goes, God damn, what, what is going on over there? They can't figure it out. I said, I know. And he said, it was so funny. He goes, I almost took your tweet and replied to it. Hey, it's okay. We all look alike. And he said I didn't do it. I go, I almost did the same thing. And he wrote, Ah, great minds, think alike. But um god damn you're like uh, that that who's ever the running the social media over there can't get out of the way. No,
1: without it, you're right. Um, you're, you're right. It's just a disaster right now.
0: I will say this. And in there's about I don't know how many of us know this. Ten? That it it's there is a there's a sidebar story going on in this whole thing. Yeah. That if you're aware of it, there are there are clues everywhere. Until I was aware of it the other day, I didn't notice the clues. But it's a little bit like when the magician shows you the trick and then you like, oh, how'd I miss it? I I this story could change. This story could get ugly. And means I mean, if you don't feel like it's ugly already, I mean legit. Mean spirited, um, personal, and it feels like it's going that way. Let me let me ask you yes, because go ahead. There's plenty of people that listen to this that'll go, We have no idea what you're talking about. But for the guys that do know, um, and they may think they're the only ones who know, no, Dave and I know too. Yeah, we know. We know it.
1: Um, w- here, here you go. As you said, there's people in this town that have a microphone that could ruin a person's life. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you right now, you, you keep getting pushed and hard enough, you're gonna wish you never fucking got into this. You don't know who you're fucking with. Yeah. And and, and when I say ruin someone's life, I mean ruin someone's life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I and it, I know
1: that's vague, but it's one of those where hey, you know what? They're they're, they're basically you know, I'll I'll you, put it this way. There's go ammunition. ahead. We have ammunition.
0: We there's a lot of us that have. That it. Do. Yeah, and it's funny because I had said yesterday, well, Dave and I are not going to utilize that. Oh, who fucking knows? Yeah, I don't work for anybody in this town. You fuck with me, yeah. You fuck with Dave, and then the other eight to ten people I that I know of. I'll say this: it is so game changing that I have not wrote about it in a text. I would not leave it on a voicemail. Um, I have shared it with less than three people. Yeah. Just because I'm like, God damn, man. Like there's a part of me, Dave, where you go at this level of the story and believe me, it's not hyperbole. We do not, we do not need hyperbole on this podcast. I'm just telling you there is a layer to this story or things could get really, really yeah. ugly. Um, I'll ask you this: Do you think ultimately, because of the emotions of the people involved, including the two guys sitting in yeah. here, that for the most part have had a ringside seat and just stayed out of it, and for the most part will stay out of it? I, I don't. I don't see you and I getting to the point of playing that card. But knowing all the emotions and the personalities and the egos of the other people involved, do you think that card gets played?
1: I think that card gets played because the guy who's playing the game on the other end that doesn't think he has anything to lose, it does no idea. He's going to walk into the fire. It's going to go from zero to 100. If you think it's bad now and your life is miserable right now, it's going to completely change. You don't, the best thing to do is kind of walk away, you know? And, and I think that, I think when you're going to step right in shit, I think what's happening is this person will step right in shit. I know it's vague as hell, but it's one of those where all your enemies have the worst dirt on you. Yeah. That's all I can say. All of the people that you dislike the most have the worst dirt on you. And I mean, the worst, worst you could possibly imagine.
0: And you brought them all together.
1: Yeah. Like brought them all together.
0: They're all kind of in unison. Okay, let me, let me ask it this way, too, because it's kind of fun. Yeah. And I haven't talked to you about it. You and I really haven't talked much about it, but we know.
1: Well, I got pissed tonight because there's, there's a fake Twitter account that, uh, that I believe this person is running that is taking shots at you and me, and I'm like, you don't want to bring us into this game.
0: Yeah, we'll end it. Yes. You, we'll we have anything. nothing to lose. No, we'll just end it on behalf of everybody else. Um, I'll ask you this. Knowing what you know, would you prefer that you knew or that you didn't know?
1: I was so disgusted when I found out, and I <laughs> and I even wrote back to you, oh, my God, yes. this is like crossing the line. Like, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, but now it's to the point where, boy, you don't realize what you're fucking doing. Like, I almost wish this on my worst enemy.
0: Yeah, I wish I didn't know.
1: Yeah, I wish I didn't
0: know because it's it's too good. Yeah, I wish I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I wish I didn't know. There, there are times uh, I was talking to a friend today, um, and they said, God damn, this podcast has gotten incredibly inside. Like, I don't know how many people at KFNB, I don't know how many people at 1090 know how often, I don't know how many people at Intercom know that Rickards was in there and met with David Field, but guess what? I do. Yeah. I got it confirmed from three different people that, yeah, and I'll say this, I was told individually by the three different people that have no idea that the other two people told me. Yeah. Um, and so there are people that are like, they're curious about it. I, I, I think those guys, I will say in the intercom building. Um, no, you know what? I won't because I have not had extended conversations with them after the tweet, uh, to the level to know. I, I do know that for the most part, a lot of them were surprised at how big it became. Um, but I, I just I, I would not expect the direction of the machine to change. Yeah. I really wouldn't. That would be it. But um, but yeah, they were saying to me, "God damn, you guys have become a lot inside." <laughs> and I said, "It's not always by my own choice. Yeah, there are things that are said to us that fill out the story. Yeah, and you find out the level of where this story is at. And you go shit." So, uh, yeah, again, it's been very vague. But I do think by telling you, the clues are there.
1: Yeah, there could be a huge story coming out when it comes out. You're going to go, wow, that's bigger than I ever imagined. And you're going to go, that's what they were talking about. And we'll tell you when it comes out. And I hope it's not us that has to say it. I'll be honest with you. I hope it, it's on us I think because it affects a bunch it, of lives.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. I, I think I think ultimately, uh, yeah, I'm almost... It's funny. It's, my tunes changed an hour and a half when I told Dave before, fuck it. Just yeah. do
1: it. I almost did. I almost said I almost said it an hour and a half ago. I almost put it out on Twitter.
0: Yeah. I I think that's for us taking the bait. Um and and I I would prefer as a show we don't take the bait. I because I I think there are other <laughs> other individuals involved on a much deeper level than we are that will because we've probably- always
1: said wives and kids are off limits, and this would definitely affect wife and kids.
0: All right. That's probably as far as we want to go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't forget, you can email us, uh, Dave Pallet at yahoo.com. Uh, we'd love to have you advertise on this show. Brian Curry's done it. Blake's done it. Ryan Barkley's done it. And, uh, yeah. And email me as well, Jeff Dots at yahoo.com. Don't ask me to tell you what I know <laughs> because uh, how many people have you told?
1: I've um, told three.
0: Yeah, I think that yeah. I've told three. But the three, are they telling people? Or you think they're serious? No
1: way. They're embarrassed from the story. They're embarrassed for this human being. Yeah. I, and I, and and when I said I was going to lash out tonight, they they all said don't. Yeah. They said it's too big of a story. It's too damaging.
0: Yeah, I'd be this. Uh, shockingly, I'm the same way. <laughs> shockingly, I'm the same way. All right. We'll, Try
1: to hang up uh, Ronald McDonald in a tree.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, a much light. I mean, I think for the most part, yeah. we had fun tonight, but it'll be great. Our pal Darren Smith will be here Sunday night. We'll hang out. We'll tell some radio stories, have some laughs with D. Smith's show. Until then, uh, enjoy your weekend. Have a very safe and happy Easter, and we'll talk to you on Sunday night, everybody.
1: Perfect.
2: your game.